Hello, hello, welcome to this week's episode. I am recording on my phone and it's a little breezy. I'm taking the dogs out. But this was on my in my mind on my drive, so I wanted to get on here and record it. So one of the topics I've been doing a lot of reflecting on to kind of refine some of the teachings I have around it is around our taste cravings and satisfaction with food because there can be elements of it that is useful for us to know. So like that our taste buds turn over like every 120 days or so. So like every three months, our taste buds change, which is why it can take people multiple exposures to food to start liking a food. And so that really influences what we might be craving. So the foods that we eat consistently can influence that because like if you've never had a mango before your body doesn't know your taste buds don't know to crave a mango so this really relates to the gentle nutrition side of things because we can this is something that you also want to approach after you feel a little bit more comfortable with your relationship with food but i find it helpful to kind of test the waters at different points to see what layers we're ready to add in when it comes to how we're approaching food because that gentle nutrition side can be something that just helps us feel so much better when we start implementing that. So when we're looking at balancing some of our taste cravings is we can start using some of that information we know about food like if we aren't feeling very well or if we're feeling extra bloated or our stomach's not feeling the best like we can start seeing if there are some foods we want to add so whether it is adding a little bit more veggies a little bit more fruit a little bit more fiber a little bit more protein like playing around with those different components like we can do that because sometimes we may need to adopt some health restrictions and or you may be coming to intuitive eating when you already have some sort of health condition and concern that leads you to not wanting to consume some foods because of how it influences your body. So we want to start playing around and introducing ways where maybe we don't want to have a food and that we want to have it as a restriction. And like you don't have to use the word restriction if that brings up a lot of drama for you. But sometimes we're going to have foods that we don't want to eat. A prime example is somebody who has a bad lactose intolerant. Like if they don't want to have digestive issues after eating it, they may choose that they just don't want that food because they don't want that experience. And you can use things like that. And you want that reflection to be a little bit more of not being like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't have dairy. Because sometimes... You can focus on that. I can't have it. This is a rule because I have this thing versus you can have dairy. It is an option for you. But if you're choosing not to have it because you don't like the experience in your body after having it, you can frame it as a choice. Because when we frame it as like this is something I want or this is something I don't want, it makes our decisions around food a lot easier. And That doesn't mean sometimes it might feel uncomfortable to say no to a food because it's finding that balance of how can I satisfy my taste, but also balancing how can I satisfy 
my body's needs and what the experience I want for my body. And I say this because sometimes intuitive eating can be viewed as a free-for-all. And that if you say no to a food, that, that means you're doing intuitive eating wrong. And that's definitely not the case. Because there can be times where you may say no to something. Because even though the taste sounds good and you're craving it, you don't want that experience in your body. And it may sound a little contradictory to last week when we talk about honoring our taste cravings, but this is where learning to understand your own body, your own needs comes into play. And it's very individual because what works for one person isn't going to work for the next. And what works for you one day may not be the same choice you would make the following day. And that's when it really comes down to being that authority and that decision maker for yourself. It really comes to you evaluating what's going to be best for you. And you might get it wrong. You might get it right. Like it's playing around with that and willingness to experiment that really leads us to crafting a more easy and peaceful relationship with food because the more we learn to trust ourselves, the more we can lean into that and have that trusting experience where we have our own back with our decisions, where we can choose and trust ourselves to be around any food. And the decisions get less complicated the longer we do them because it becomes second nature to us. And so sometimes we may even want to look at like maybe the foods that we're craving a lot are foods that we want more because it's something that we were eating more or was a binge food for us. So like we have more cravings for that because I know for myself, I was also evaluating a little with different foods that I like the taste of, but I don't find satisfying because when it comes to satisfaction, I find that a little bit more depends on the type of need it is with it. Like sometimes it is like a delicious dessert and then sometimes it's like the satisfying thing is having a full meal with like like what we had this weekend like steak baked potato green beans like oh that was so satisfying it's a different experience than like I was thinking about when I was eating Sour Patch Kids on a drive a week ago where it's like I can eat them and they taste good and I never get satisfied and that like experience is not my favorite because I love that experience of when you're truly satisfied with food. It's like this completed experience that is so much more fulfilling than simply just kind of like that mindless snacking. So we can really start to take that time to evaluate that experience for ourselves and this is where some of the writing it down can help and having that more of thorough evaluation and why in the beginning intuitive eating can feel like a lot because we're practicing this new skill and that's why I really consider making our food decisions a true skill for us to develop because there can be a lot for us to evaluate with it and it's that learning in practicing that truly this is where we want to go and and so if you want to change some of those different taste cravings you may be having is you don't want to necessarily restrict yourself you don't want to be like oh I can't have this thing that I have been having that I have more cravings for like the thing you could try is try adding in some different foods that maybe you want to consume more of. And at first, it may be more of like a conscious thing. But the more you do it, like the more you'll start to crave those things. 
and the foods that you crave, like, there's no good or bad ones options out there. Like, it can just be, it's just whatever is going to make you feel the best in your body and evaluating that for yourself. So that's what I want to talk about for this week's episode. I hope you have a great rest of your week.